This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, the Birmingham King, Ryan Nelson. Justin, it has to be great being a big star, especially when they use all the uh, aging technology just on your character. (laughs) That's right. It must be great to be able to do that because, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll get into that a little bit later on. So, Uh, If you've been listening to podcasts since we started exactly one year ago, actually, uh, while we're recording this, when you're listening to it, it's not quite one year ago. But yeah, we're at our one-year anniversary as we record. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, thank you for continuing to listen, making us part of your day. It feels weird that it's only been a year. but um, If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the first season of tulsa king on paramount plus if you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show visit our patreon page and become a patron of the main attraction podcast go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast you can get patreon only content you can support us at a three five ten or twenty dollar level when you join up we will shout you out here on the show if you want ad-free access to the podcast, you can support us at any level on Patreon, and you will get the show ad-free. All you have to do is go over there, sign up for the 3 the 5 the 10 the $20 level. doesn't matter which one you're at. You will get the show ad-free. So we do that for all of our patrons. If that's something that, is interested to, that you might be interested in, then just head over to Patreon and sign up there. If you can't be a patron, though, we hope you can help us out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five-star rating on both of those platforms. Forms, and if you have time, you can write us a review while you're on Apple Podcasts. If you want to like to interact with the show in other ways, though, you can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. All right, so we are discussing our first, I guess our first Paramount Plus show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's our first yeah, Paramount Plus so. show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tulsa King starring Sylvester Stallone. He is obviously the big draw of this. Uh, yeah. Real quick, your general thoughts on this show. So let me just say, when I heard Stallone was coming into streaming television, I was like, all right, that sounds, that makes sense. Right. I'm surprised it's taking this long. And I was like, I never, I didn't know I'd watch this. And then I was like, oh, Stallone is a, in a Taylor Sheridan show. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm listening. Right. Oh, he's in a show where he's a former mobster that gets thrown to Tulsa. Right. And I was like, you've got me yes <laughs> yes this is mark and some boxes and then i watched it and i was like i really liked it right this is a fun show yeah it's a fun show mm-hmm. it's not trying to be the sopranos no that is what which is surprising because there's sopranos writers and directors on the staff that's who's writing and right and work on the sopranos. And this is why I don't hate the show. And this is one of the reasons why yeah. I don't hate it is because I, I, I don't have I don't really like mob mobster shows. I don't like mobster mm-hmm. movies. I've I've said that uh, on here before. And when I saw the preview for this, I was like, oh, this actually looks pretty good. And it, a lot of it's because they're doing a fish out of water stuff, and that's what yes, I think the works. Fish out of the water works. For real. But I had some. I had some. I had some hurdles with the show that I was going to have to overcome. I don't really like anything that Taylor Sheridan does, to be just perfectly honest with you. Uh, I don't like Yellowstone. Uh, uh, 
I'm I'm against him on this, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You didn't like Sicario? I haven't seen it, so I uh, so I'm not sure if it's in the. I don't River? I haven't seen that one either. I don't Hell like. High Water? I don't you need like. To watch his, you don't like his TV shows? Yeah, his TV shows like NCIS. Uh, I don't like any of those. Well, he's not in that. He's not that. He wrote one of them at least because I looked up his shows. Oh, he may have been on an episode, but that's Maybe. not his stuff. He he created like Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah, I see. I don't, I've watched Mayor of Kingstown. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, it's dark. Yeah, it's I dark. hated it. Uh, but like I said, I'm not a huge Taylor Sheridan fan. Uh, I don't like mobster stuff. So like I said, I had some hurdles to overcome with this, and most of them it really does clear them. Uh, I, there are there there was going to be some things that naturally hold me back, but nevertheless, it's a fun show. Like you said, it is an absolutely yeah. fun show. Now, the one thing that I they did that I hate, I, I did not like the finale at all. I hated the finale. I don't the know what you thought. Was about. okay. The finale was okay, and we'll yeah, talk about I why. Yeah, we'll talk about why I, I hated I, him a little I, bit. I, thought I tell you what, I, I think Sloan does a really good Stallone job. Sloan is that. awesome. Look, look, there. Well, here's what's here's what really worked for me in this show. Whenever they are doing Stallone's fish out of water stuff, yeah. it's fantastic. Uh, what's his name? Will uh, Jay Will? Jay Will as Tyson. Fantastic. Is- unbelievable that guy just graduated from juilliard it's like his big show yeah he's only got one other screen credit on imdb the relationship between dwight and tyson is what makes this show work yeah it really is because like there were so many times where like i was telling my wife i was like besides tyson tyson's dad cares about him it's tried Right, Dwight might be the only other mentor this kid's ever had. Yeah, he, he might you can be. Tell he's trying. He's like Tyson. You're no Boy Scout, but you're not like us. Right, exactly. You need to get away from here. I love all the scenes where he's trying to make you know Tyson be a better person, be a better man, yeah. and try to help him and, and and then protect him. Like their scenes are incredible, and a lot of that is because Stallone is acting his butt off. Yeah, this is the kind of role Stallone has been looking for the last thirty five years. When he thought he may have found it in Oscar, that horrible, <laughs> that horrible movie, yeah, yeah. But this is what he's been looking for because this mixes. Stallone could be funny, yeah, he can be. Mm-hmm. And and this is mixes his humor and like and then the hard stuff that made Rock so great. He can act like this, and this is what what helps make the show. Where you're like, I, I want to keep it. right. And uh, look, like I said. He's really good in this. Uh, he and he and Jay Will are just fantastic together. Uh, Martin Starr as Bodie is oh, he's just so good. is just so good as this just dry. I mean, he's he he's yeah. very funny, but it's a very different type of role for Martin Starr. I mean, normally mm-hmm. he's a little bit more out there in, in terms of the way he does his humor. And this is very dry and straight delivered uh, humor, and it's just fantastic. Uh, like I said, all the fish out water stuff is great. Then for the like the first couple of episodes, they were also kind of doing a man out of time stuff as well yeah because yeah. for 25 years i mean this is i mean when this show takes place 2022 i graduated from high school in 20 when he was put in jail in 1997 uh and when i think back to what life was like when i graduated high school to what it, life is like now it is a completely different world it would be insane to think about the difference between them i will say this one one thing does not work what's that and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want all the comedy writers and all the creative types out there to come in and listen to me for a second. If I have to listen to some old white guy say, "What's the deal with these pronouns?" One more damn. Oh, time, I know, I'm I know. <laughs> something up my TV. 
it's not funny. Right. I know. Whatever. It's. I don't understand all the pronouns. Okay. It's right. understandable. Right. Just deal with it. I'm sick and tired of hearing this joke over. And no, you're not coming up with some creative no, funny joke. This is stuff Larry the Cable Guy was doing five, seven years ago. Stop it. Right. Yeah, like I said, it doesn't it doesn't work. I mean, that's the only one that didn't work for me. Yeah, in terms of jokes, you're you're right. This is the only one that didn't doesn't really work. And like I said, I mean, I, you said it yourself. You know, I sometimes struggle like when somebody says uh, like Millie Alcock, Adcock, Millie Alcock on yeah. uh, Game of Thrones. She is um, what's the word? Uh, non binary. Thank you. And Millie Alcock uses they and them as 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 the pronouns. For Millie Alcock, and that's a really hard time for that's a, it's hard for me to think of one singular person as being they and them. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest, that's a difficult thing for me yeah. to comprehend. So, I, I try not to, but I try to be sensitive to it. You know, I'm not going to sit there and make right. fun of the person because I don't understand what they are going through. I, I, I don't, and I'm, but I'm not going to try to like put them down or, or well, the, the joke he made, I've seen Ted Cruz make. Oh, yeah, and if there's one person in this world you wouldn't want to copy the humor of, right. And I would say any any person, even on the same realm as Ted Cruz, would say, you know, I wouldn't want to copy his right. Well, let's talk about this real quick. What is the? Who do you think is the main audience for this show? That is a good question. Because you know, I kind of think it's. I think one of the reasons they do that is because and look, excuse me, Paramount Plus is is the owner of CBS, and CBS most of their most of their older. content is for older is for older Americans. Yeah. I mean, uh, CBS is their biggest. Uh, not CBS. Sixty Minutes is CBS's biggest show, like every single right. week. I mean, yeah. every year when they well, go ahead. You mentioned it's CIS too. Yeah, I mean that's another one. But, but like every year when they do the NCAA tournament selection show, they have to be done by six o'clock because that's when <laughs> Sixty Minutes comes on, and they can, they don't want that interrupting Sixty Minutes. I mean, yeah. and I don't know a single person under the age of fifty that watches Sixty Minutes. Right. right. Uh, so I mean, like I said, it's for older it's for older Americans, and this is in, this is including an actor that my guess is a whole lot of people like that I teach, which are middle schoolers, probably aren't just real aware of Sylvester Stallone. Oh, I can't about. Probably Creed is probably where they know him from the Creed movies. Yeah, that's probably the only place that they would know him from. Like, yeah. I'll never forget. Probably about five or six years ago, I was teaching. Uh, that I was one of the things I had to do was like uh, spend my students had to spend like ten minutes or 15, ten or fifteen minutes on this uh, classroom program on the computers, and that helped them with their English and their math, and. One, it included something about Arnold Schwarzenegger, and one of the kids asked me, who is Schwarzenegger? They couldn't underpronounce it. I was like, yeah. you don't know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is? I was like, no. Am I supposed to? I was like, oh. I was like okay, let me go grab my cane. And this was when I was, didn't actually need a cane all the time to walk. So, uh, well, I mean, that's crazy to think. Like, Schwarzenegger hasn't been acting much. They're like, he barely acts. Yeah, I know. So, like I said, that's why I'm wondering what the what the age, yeah, I would, what the audience I would is. Say the, I would say over 40, crowd. Yeah, I don't sure. think so. Because they're, they're wanting the people that grew up on Stallone like we did are people that are closer to Stallone's age. So you're right. They're probably more in line for uh And so that joke probably and, hit with them. So that's why, yeah, why yeah. I'm saying that. I don't so. know. I've just seen that joke so many times right. now. Like, guys, we're better. 
jokes. Yeah, we are. We are because better. they were hitting on jokes where I was laughing. Right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, the the man out of time stuff worked really well, like when he was talking yeah. about uh, when the he asked the lady at the hotel, you know, uh, call me a cab, and she's like, well, I can get you, you just get yourself an Uber, and she, he's like, well, how do I get an Uber? And she's like, yeah, he's like, call me one. And he's like, no, you got to have an app. And he's like, what's an app? I mean, like I said, they didn't. It was good of them to introduce that in like the first two episodes but did they get to kind of get away from it like that yeah, if they, they did if they yeah. had done that the entire show that probably would not have worked as well because right they do want us to understand that this guy is smart and he is intelligent and yeah he'll figure things out so well i like also how hard it was to get an id and a credit card which is real life yes it is and like how you can't survive without that no you can't but one of the things i loved about this it took him five minutes in Tulsa before he figured out a racket to start running. <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah, I know. I mean, he, he figured it out real quick. All he used to do is drive by the, the local the dispensary, and, and yeah. he's got his he, – he knows exactly where he's going with it. Uh, yeah. And he looked around, and he's like, oh, yeah, this person has no protection and no, <laughs> no security. He, he can figure it out. I love that part of it. Yeah, I know. But like you said. He's not dumb at all. No, he's not dumb at all. Which is another reason why I hate the finale, and I'll get into that a little bit later on. So, um, like I said, the stuff when he's in Tulsa works really well. One of the one of my drawbacks that I didn't like about this, for like two episodes, when his brother dies, they send him back to New York, and yeah. that's those yeah. episodes. I just I'll be honest with you, I was bored to tears on those those episodes. Yeah, those were those were not as the New York stuff kind of took over too much of the show on those and in fact i would i know we've got a season two i'm when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply I think they need to get back to where Tulsa is almost a character of the show. And in fact, it looks like it's going to be that way in season two where New York is not really in, in, in the play anymore. Because I think Tulsa is an interesting place that can be used, right. like I said, as a character. Yeah, and I think they need to get back to that. And like I said, yeah. the the New York stuff just, I wasn't that interested it in it. Work. Yeah, and like I said, Chicky is and his friend, uh, I don't remember his name. Vince. Vince, thank you. Uh, look, Dominic Lomb- Lombardozzi has he is good and i think he's fine in this but it's i'm hoping like i said i'm, I'm hoping they've they've done away with the the new york stuff and we won't have to worry about that anymore or if it is it's just a fleeting thing every so often uh, it, it kind of felt that way yeah, they, may, really they may come back but yeah it felt like he kind of told them off and they were done now granted i think we will see them again like they try to take the light out at some point yeah i'm sure we will but uh like i said dominic lombardozzi he's been around for forever and he's done a yeah, ton mostly of things. known for the wire yeah and, and he's done a lot of other side roles as a well. a lot of stuff a lot of side roles and like i didn't recognize him when he's in this bad wig like i, I, I was gonna I, say why did you recognize him was it the really <laughs> terrible wig because I, I, I texted ryan this when i was when i was watching when they finally took off his wig i was like oh that's that guy I, like he, yeah. he sounded familiar i didn't look at the cast for whatever reason and once they finally take the wig off and i see these balls like 
oh yeah i know who this guy is this is that guy who plays this kind of role all the time so a guy who's been bald for 30 years right exactly yeah because like uh when he when when we first seen him in that bad wig i was telling my wife i was like surely this is getting addressed and it's like <laughs> not episode four or five someone makes a joke about his wig i was like okay good yeah they're probably and then, like not. said he finally loses it but i was like Okay, I'm just making sure because it had somewhat. Yeah. So which which wig is worse, the one that he has in the show, or the one that they did the flashback to 1997 on? Is that wow? The 97 awful. So him and Vince are like mid 40s, right? And they're trying to make them like 20 year olds is what they're trying. Yes, and they look the same. (laughs) They They absolutely Uh, do. Vincent Casella, uh, uh, the great. the great uh, Vinny Del, Del Pinto from uh, Dookie Hauser. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We know he was young in the 90s. Is that who that is? Is that who that is? Yes, oh, I did not really realize that. Old. Yeah, yeah. Max Casella. Uh, Armand is is is, is uh, Vinny from Dookie Hauser. I, I knew Howard he sounded Spencer. familiar. But, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, he grew up. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's 55 years old. Yeah. <laughs> but, like. He looked 55 in 1997. Yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, Stallone looked younger. That's why I was making the joke about the de agent. He right. looked younger. Yeah, he did. He looked he looked a lot younger. Everybody else, though, they just kind of put a wig on him and like yeah. said, figure it out. So why would you not just just cast younger actors? I know for if you're for just one, maybe that's a cost cutting yeah. measure for just one scene. You're like, we got to bring in some new actors. That's going to cost us. But you, you know, can find someone. Uh, yeah, I would think so. Stallone impression. Yeah, I would think so, but nevertheless. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, like I said, the, the New York stuff—it just didn't work for me. I thought uh, in the like, in, but what was so great about it is just show how much the Tulsa stuff did. Like as soon as yeah. he gets back to Tulsa, I guess in episode six, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. I was like immediately, I was immediately like reengaged back in the show. In. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. because like I said, I was just bored to tears with that with that whole storyline. Uh, the what do you think about uh, the trying to reconnect with the daughter stuff? How did what do you think about it? I thought it was good. I think it showed off uh, Stallone's act, more of his acting ability. Right. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was good. I thought the daughter was good as well. Yeah, I thought she was good. There were times, but because it was so tied to New York, I just didn't get invested in right. it that much because that. it was so yeah. tied to it. Uh, so therefore, I just didn't really just get all that involved in it. But uh, one person we have not talked about, and that is Andrew Savage as Stacey Beale. Uh, fantastic yeah she's really good in this and she's one that kind of one of the things that just kind of makes the whole thing work because she really does because one of the things but one of the things that i do i don't like about the way that they use her and stallone together it becomes pretty obvious throughout the course of this that after she finds out who he is uh after she finds out that he is a former mobster that or that he was a he's convicted felon former mobster she is very much trying to it becomes pretty obvious to me that the only reason she's trying to help him is because she doesn't want him to get caught because that's bad for her and i don't yeah, think yeah. manfredi picks up on this he seems to like think that she's still into him and i never got that impression what, what were your thoughts on it okay so let's let's talk this out a man who's been in prison for 25 well, years yeah hooks up with an attractive woman right. <laughs> you, you think he's uh, confused oh, yeah that's true you, you make a good point together? justin you've been married and with the same woman for a long time men do some <laughs> dumb stuff for women 
<laughs> well, you make a good point, but uh, but yeah, like I said, it just it, I guess that's the whole. That's probably the yeah, angle they want you to accept. That's believable. It. Yeah, they want you to like. I just had a hard time with it, it's because like I can see what you're saying, but man, uh, there's so many uh, <laughs> bad things. I, it's believable. Let me just put it that way. So, uh, like I said, I, I struggle with it, but I guess uh, from your point of view, I can see what you're talking about. So, uh, but like I said, I did love her character. I thought it was really good, yeah. but I thought she did a really good job of making it. Because when we get to the end of the finale, they want you to, be, they need you to believe that she was never really trying to hook up with him. Uh, and once she sees an opportunity to, to burn him, that it doesn't yeah. come across as a shock to you anyway. At least in my, in my opinion, that didn't come across as a shock. You know, in her forties. Yeah. trying to save her career before i mean she had to burn it yeah so uh, i think even dwight at the end of the day would forgive her for that yeah i think so too so and we'll see in the, in, in the yeah. second season about this so. also he had to know man you gave a federal agent a million <laughs> i know that's like i said that's let's let's go ahead and get into the finale real quick so okay. let's talk about this because this is like i said this was the part that i mean i struggled with the finale uh there are a lot of things I didn't like about the finale. First, let's talk about the introduction, the very beginning of it, where they go back to 1997. I like that the, was horrible. Yeah, well, I like the fact that they're trying to give us a, they're trying to show us what put him in prison. I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, the one, it's like we talked about already. The, the other three actors involved in this look horrible. I mean, they're trying they to make look us horrible. They try to make us believe that these people are in their 20s and they just don't look it at all. At all. No, because like I looked it up, uh Vincent Piazza and Dominic Lombardozzi are born in 1976. They right. would be 21 years yeah. old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And they, they don't look, look that at all. <laughs> 47 years old. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's wor- what's worse is when you try to make somebody look a lot younger, you end up making them look older. I mean, right, unless right. you do it well. And they Except didn't do it well. Stallone. Yeah. They did it well for him because he had a different haircut. He looked like, uh, he looked different. And Stallone has had some work done or something. Right. It finally looks good. He looks fine now. Yeah, he does. But he, his de-agent, I'm telling you, was the only one I was like, oh, he looks like a 50-year-old. Right, yeah, he does. And like I said, I like the fact they're trying to give us the reason why he gets put in jail. But yeah, what yeah. I don't like is the reason that they give us. The reason they give us is it was, it's a basically a mercy killing. And right. what they've decided, what they've tried to portray this, what they've tried to portray Manfredi as throughout the course of this entire show is that, look, I'll just have to say one cuss word for a couple times here. They try to portray him as a badass is what they're trying to portray yeah, him yeah. as. And that he's this just big, huge badass and that you don't want to mess with him. Yeah. So why don't we just put him in jail for actually just killing somebody that's a threat to to chicky right. while he's there and that's the yeah. reason instead of the, you know i want to kill you because of you're about to burn it look it's look they're trying to make him sympathetic and i don't think he's been sympathetic enough throughout the course of the show you don't need to do yeah. that here at this point at least i don't I'm, think you I, do. I agree man like you said he could have taken out the bad guys I mean, we've seen him murder people right, exactly. and fun with it. Him trying to save someone. And also, like, after it happened, my wife was like, wait, that got him in jail? That's the dumbest crime It I've really ever seen. is. Yeah, it really, really it is. It feels like they could have... Couldn't you have shot his arm off? Right, exactly. There's, they're figuring... I, I feel like there's other ways they could have done that. And I just, I just didn't like it. Uh, yeah. The other thing I didn't like the the standoff between him and Chicky at the I guess the whatever wherever that was that they the were resort resort yeah it sent really anticlimactic <laughs> I mean, very anticlimactic 
I mean, and then like, so like, I'm, they give us that pretty early. Like, to, they just kind of talk it out and like, okay, we're you're done here. You're never coming back to Tulsa. I was like, okay, well, that's it. All right. And they were coming to kill him. They were coming to kill him. That they just kind of walk away from it. So I was like, oh. yeah, that was weird. I, I'm with you on that. That was kind of. And they took the other guy. <laughs> yeah, they took the they took the guy who was like kind of the the inside guy for for Chicky, yeah. and they took him back. Like said, okay, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And at this point, I'm just really disappointed. So like. And I'm just completely checked out. So, like, when they finally get to, like, the big gunfight between him and the motorcycle gang, I, I, I was just kind of bored at this point. And I, just, I, will, I will say that the shootout was pretty good. Uh, the way they killed the head bad guy was awesome. Yeah. Where, was, he, gets, where he puts him up on the deer thing. Right. Mm-hmm. That was that good. Was, yeah, that, that was, was, like I said, that was if, good. If you're going to kill a villain like this, that's a good way. And this is the thing that I was going to bring up. This show is closer to Sunset Anarchy. I don't know if you've watched that. I'm not. Mm. It was. It's closer to that than it is like Sopranos, and that's what helped. The show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think you may be right about that. So, um, then they do the the corny stuff at the end. I hated the yeah. corny stuff where you're like, "Oh, Sylvester Sloan's getting up on a horse. <laughs> Look at that. It's a horse. He's yeah. getting up on a horse. How funny is this?" And I'll yeah. say this: they wasted Dana Delaney in this show. They absolutely wasted well, her. Let me. I agree, and this is. I had this written down. This is the benefit and the bad thing of a Taylor Sheridan show. You're going to have a big name actor and like a wasted role in this show. It's Dave Blaney. He has people love working with him because he uses the same people, and his shows are hits. Right. So he gets big name, you know, actors. And like I said, I don't know why she was in this. Yeah. Because also, did you see her ex-husband was Bubba from In the Heat of the Night? Yes, I did. That <laughs> absolutely did. That was fantastic. Oh my god! Shout out to the In the Heat of the Night. And was it her babe? The the, the old ball guy. He was in Northern Exposure. Was that? Uh, yes, yeah, Barry Corbin. Good yeah. to see he's still with us. Yeah. So he has to be pushing on. He's got to be. He's up there. He's got to be up there. He so. was good too. But uh, yeah, he was good, and like I said, oh Garrett, let's throw out Garrett Headland as uh, what was his character's name? I don't remember. I don't have the IMDb pulled up. I don't know what I do. Oh, Mitch Keller, the bar owner. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. good. He was good in this. Yeah, he was good, and uh, he's a guy that you know uh, got into. I mean, looked like he was on his way to movie stardom and got into some trouble. Yeah, with some DUIs and stuff, and I guess he's maybe just limited in. Yeah, Hilton, maybe, but he was he was good. I yeah. like him and Stallone had good chemistry. They did. They were they worked really well together. And it was like he was like the the he's kind of like the guy who was like experiencing all everything that that yeah. Stallone wanted to do in Tulsa. He he was the guy who right. knew how to get it done. So, uh, like I said, outside, like I said, there were a couple episodes that I struggled with in that finale. I just really really struggled with it. So, uh, other than that, do we need to talk about anything else? Let me look through. Oh, I was going to say the episodes were not long. No, they weren't. That, and that they, was a help. Even though I thought the finale could have been longer, to be perfectly honest yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah, the finale could have been. Cause it felt like, but uh, like I said, they they moved pretty well. Yeah, they did. Uh, I really liked Michael Beach as uh, Tyson's dad. I thought he was really Yeah, good. he was fantastic. Mm. Again, I want to shout out, Stallone was fully engaged. Yeah, he was. And you see a lot of these shows like... Uh, Harrison Ford is in the show now. I'm interested to see is he just male because yeah, because he's in 1923 know, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bread to Buck was the name of the bar. That's kind of weird. Uh, what was he called? I don't remember. Bread to Bread to Buck. Interesting. Yeah, I, I never I never caught the uh, name of the bar. Also, uh, I, I I saw your. Uh, 
uh, Mark Starr made a Silicon Valley joke in the finale. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, also, we, we knew uh, Stallone was good at fish out of water. We've seen Demolition Man. Oh, yeah, we have. Yeah, I've forgotten all about Demolition Man. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, so shall we do awards now? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we wrap up a season of a television show, we give out six awards based on the six characters of Friends. Let's start at the top with the Rachel, who is the star of the show. Who is your Rachel? Uh, it's got to be Stallone, yeah, Stallone, man. He was, he was great. Oh, I want to mention, uh, if we were going to do a line, it would be, if anyone asks, tell him I'm an industrialist. <laughs> What's an industrialist? It's like, what, what, what is industrialist? No one knows. That's, That's the point. you tell him. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one from the very first episode. But so Stallone was great, man. This yeah, is, it was. Like I said, this is what he's been looking for. Yeah, he was really good in this. I mean, he was fantastic in it. Uh, your Joey, which is a character you just love, not your favorite, or not the star, but who's a character you just love anyway? I did Coe's on this one. I thought Jay Will as Tyson. I was happy every time he was on screen. And Andrea Savage as Stacy. I, I thought both of those really stood out. And if those two weren't in this show, it would not have been good. Yeah, I went with Martin Starr as Bodie. Uh, this is where I went with him. Uh, I thought about going for the for the next one, uh, but I went ahead and went with somebody else. But this is where I went with Martin Starr because he's just a, he's just a likable character. He's great. <laughs> I mean, just yeah. the way that his world just gets completely ups- thrown upside down once Sylvester Stallone, uh, Dwight Van Freddy, well, comes into his life. Yeah. Well, I like how, and this is. Why I may be mentioning where he says like no my life has gotten much worse since I've met you. <laughs> All right, the Chandler. Who is your Chandler? Odd as Martin Starr as Bodie. He I, was yeah so funny at this. He is really funny. I went with Jay Will as Tyson. Uh, he was funny too. I mean the image of him when there's two showing him showing the people how to shoot and he's like got the oh my god the, the, yeah, the cock cock to the side and. Like, <laughs> what yeah. in the world is he doing? Uh, he's yeah. like, try to put my own style to it, man. <laughs> Just, yeah. like I, I even, he was funny when he was explaining what Google, what he thought oh, he yeah. was messing with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was good like i said I, I just really enjoyed him i mean i could have gone I, I i was debating about which one of these people which one of these actors deserved which one and i just ended up going the way that i did so uh next is the phoebe the out the oddball of the crew who's your phoebe well, I went with uh, the great Max Casella. <laughs> Shout out Vinny from uh, Doobie right. Hauser as Armand here. Because, you know, it looked like he was going to be the villain for half the show. Yeah. I thought about going him. I ended up going with Andrea Savage and Stacey Beale just because, uh, you, like I said, you can tell throughout the course of this thing that she's not – that you, they – they want you to believe that she might have something for Manfredi, but they kind of want you to – like I so said, they kind of want to – they want her kind of – Toeing the line there, and that's one reason yeah. they, you really never never know. You're never really sure where she stands in this. So, uh, next is the Monica, just an important character to the cast. Who's your Monica? I went with uh, Garrett Helen as Mitch Keller here. Yeah, this is where I went with Max Casella as Armand, uh, just because he. I liked. I really liked the way that his character just kind of turned uh, once. He he really had a good character arc. He really did, uh, and like I said, just the way that he turned, and once he kind of re-upped his, his yeah. stakes in, into being a mobster again and just everything yeah. that it cost him. Like I said, I thought it worked really, really well for well, him. Well, I love the scene where, you know, he had just been taking abuse from his wife and right. the neighbor. Right. And then, like, so when the when he grabs the dog poop, beats right. up the neighbor, yes. smears it, <laughs> and then tells his wife, we're not moving! 
Yeah, that was a really good scene. That was like episode three, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Somewhere around there. But yeah. uh, Next is the Ross, the your least favorite character of the of the season. Who is your Ross? I, I went with Chicky's wig. <laughs> Chicky's wig. Okay, I just went with Chicky, but yeah, Chicky's wig is, is a good one because it was awful. Oh, my goodness, it was it awful. It was horrific. All right, so here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we do a five-tier rating system. At the top of our list is a Game of Thrones. Beneath Game of Thrones is a loss. Middle of the road for us is a Friends. Beneath the Friends is Full House. At the bottom of the barrel is a uh, Baywatch. Where are you ranking uh, Tulsa King for you on our rating system? I went with the loss. I, I enjoyed this show. I, I, you know, it's not prestige TV no, it's not. at all. But, you know, I was happy with it, and I'm glad it's getting a season two. Yeah, I had it. It was at a low loss for me, and then when the finale hit, I was like, it looks, we talked about this with the peripheral. When you have a bad finale, and you, and like I said, I, yeah. I think I, I struggled with this finale more than you did. I, I really did not like the finale at all. I remember I was sitting there watching, like, this was a good show, and now I'm not really enjoying it at all. Uh, well, and it, it just lingered on yeah it did and then like i said it was after only, the fight yeah yeah uh so like i said i bumped it down to a friends after watching the finale because like i said that's the best when you leave a bad taste in your mouth going away yeah. from a season that is a struggle for me so uh i look i think it's pr- uh, i hate to i hate to do it but like i said it just it left such a bad taste in my mouth after that well, season. i wonder if they weren't going to get another episode because for the longest time it was listed as 10, 10 exactly which is which is so weird i wonder what if something happened I don't know. I mean, you, when I went to Google how many episodes this thing was, everything I could see was 10. There were a few places that were saying 9. Then we and actually IMDb saw, had it as 10 for right. forever. And Rotten Tomatoes had it at 10. Uh, so, And then when you sent me the picture, the screenshot of uh, season finale coming on Sunday, I was like, well, yeah. I guess so. But I, something had to have happened, and maybe that's what made the finale just not work so well. But I could be wrong yeah. with that. So, Yeah, and I was going to say, uh, and I meant to bring this up earlier, you know, I'm kind of enjoying these shows like Dad TV, like yeah. Jack Rod, because like now I don't want them to be crap. Let me just say right. that. But I'm also you don't have to be The Sopranos. No, you don't. You don't have to be Breaking Bad, but you can be enjoyable. And I think this one held that line well. Right. Where you know, and they did a good job for the most part. Like of I enjoyed the comedy. Right. Like I enjoyed the scenes like of him at the DMV. Yeah, that, like, that oh, I love I, that scene. That, look, let's yeah. talk about that scene real quick because that is a scene. You know, doing a char- a car chase in the middle of Tulsa is would be you know just kind of fine and just kind of something you kind of expect. But when you throw in this is his driver test and he got the yeah. the driver the DMV guy in the vehicle with him, that just kind of that just changes the whole dynamic of it. And it just makes it what makes just what would be a standard car chase scene makes it funny all of a sudden like i said so that there right. were those were the things that just made this show did well, work really well and even before that because like stallone even though he's not the biggest guy he is in a presence about it yes, intimidating and then also he's still using like his smoothness and his charisma and he's buying people off right like he slept the the lady for the dmv a hundred mm-hmm. like oh a test just happened to a <laughs> like i like how he used that part of him because uh you know, Stallone has the charisma about it. There's right. one thing you could never take on him. So I, I'm, I like shows like this that, you know, we're doing that. Also, you can, you know, turn your brain off and just relax. Yeah, and you can. That. And, that, and that's good. Yeah, it is. It, so it is more, good. More of this type TV, please. And we will get another season of it. So we will have that yeah, yeah, yeah. to look forward to. So, 
All right. Speaking of looking forward to, uh, whenever we do our midweek episode of the podcast, we'd like to give our uh, listeners some things that we are looking forward to. So what do you have for us this week? So I've got a couple. Uh, the first one is the M. Night Shyamalan a movie, Knock at the Cabin. Yeah, I want to see that. Dave Bautista and Rupert Grant and Jonathan Groff. I, the most frightening thing is Dave Bautista is just normal, like straight up right. being serious, <laughs> and it's frightening as hell. <laughs> True, good point. So uh, I do want to see this. I, I like. I don't I'll, know what this movie's about. I it's don't scary. either. I, but it, it does look. It does look pretty terrifying. So and that's one. Yeah. I, for whatever reason, I like him. Night Shyamalan. I don't like scary stuff yeah, normally, I but I like him. And he's yeah, got some bad do. stuff out there. And I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna deny yeah. that. But <laughs> uh, anything else you got? Uh, so there is Showtime announced a new Kane Mutiny series. Oh, what? Did you see this? Kane Mutiny, that movie back in the day. I don't even remember the movie, so no. <laughs> it's like from the 40s or something. Okay. It's about a mutiny on a ship. Okay. So any, anyway, it stars Kiefer Sutherland, oh, okay. Jake Lacey. Oh, hey, I like Jake Lacey. Lake Lance Reddick and Lewis Pullman. No, that's a, that's a good, that's a good cast. Yeah, so that one that one looks like it's gonna got something to it. Do we know when and it's coming the, out? Uh, it looks like it'll be early twenty twenty four because it's about to start filming. Okay. And then a movie and a movie that's about to start filming that was just announced today an R rated comedy, romantic comedy. This one sounds awesome. It's starring Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, What's you can have it? my money. Or do we, yeah, I it's know. Untitled. Oh, untitled. Okay. R rated R. Uh, Untitled rated R romantic comedy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, untitled take Ryan's money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that, that sounds good. Those two together. Guy, so I was like, I'm in. Yeah, Sydney Sony and, and Glenn Powell together should be pretty good. So, all right. Uh, some things I'm looking forward to the new Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer released during the really bore oh, of a college yeah. national championship college football game. Uh, yes, and yes. Uh, but yeah, it, it looks really, really good. Look, I'm a Marvel stan as it is. You guys know this if you've been listening to me for long enough but I, 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 Jonathan Majors is cooking in that trailer <laughs> and I just can't wait to see what they do with Kang uh, I really can't uh, it just looks like it's going to be so good I'm a little worried that you know the the small stakes Ant-Man guy that they've had throughout the course of the entire MCU ever since they introduced him a while back obviously making a major up in stakes here. I'm a little concerned about that in terms of uh, what it might do. But like I said, the trailer for this looks really, really good. The first trailer that they released didn't really seem to reveal that much, but the second one, oh my goodness, it looks like it's going to be fantastic. So, uh, The other thing I'm looking forward to, starting this Friday, the second season of The Legend of Vox Machina uh, debuts, at least I think it's this coming Friday. So, um, Can't wait for it. I love the first season. I uh, can't wait to see what they do in the second season. It's just fantastic. If you like adult, uh, raunchy adult animation, then this show is for you. Get caught up on the first season and come join me on Friday when, it, when the second season starts. So, all right. Other than that, though, I think that about wraps us up. You got anything else you want to share with our listeners? Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I would echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.